What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. I am your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Mr. Chris Stuber. How are you, Chris? Doing well, Rob. How's everything going? Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I'm doing good. No complaints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out with us this evening, guys. We've got James Gale behind the scenes. We did an audio check on his mic, so he'll be weighing in uh, periodically with us. We got a packed show tonight. Um, we've got a trio of new release box breaks from Upper Deck. We've got a pair of box breaks from Panini America. So we split those segments up. We've got a couple interview clips with uh, CEO and founder of Signatures for Soldiers, Tim Virgilio. And uh, then we have more new products to talk about in Hot in the Shop. We have stories and hobby happenings, Chris. That's always And nice. we've got a poll question. And without further ado, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take this one this week, Chris, because sure. yeah. the GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll question is Celebrating women in sports for hashtag Women's History Month, we want to know who is the greatest female athlete of the modern era. Lisa Leslie, Maria Sharapova, Ronda Rousey, or other. Please reply. And I, <laughs> I got to tell you how much fun it was um, uh -huh. to put this poll out. Because for those of you who don't know, Here's a little marketer's trick and some terminology. Um, there's such a thing as engagement rigging, or in this case, engagement trolling. You're giving away your secrets. Though. <laughs> <laughs> you and, realize that you're giving away the secrets. <laughs> and and watching watching the level of vitriol, panic astonishment, flabbergastedness that we would not have Serena Williams on this poll was really fun to watch uh, because it's like, especially the one person, I don't know who you are, uh, the fact that Serena's not on this poll really shows how little you guys know about this subject. I think I saw somebody <laughs> call us losers. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that was great. Um, Other is running away with the poll with over 52%, 52.4%. And I guarantee you that 51% of those people, so over half the respondents answered Serena Williams to this poll. Yeah. And of course, she's the greatest woman yes. in the modern era of sport. In, in, in of sport, uh, greatest female athlete. Period. You could have probably had the question as other than Serena Williams. I I could have, but it wouldn't have been have nearly that. as much fun. Correct. Um, to just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you guys really? I mean, especially the ones that might have weighed in and been astonished. You guys have been watching. I mean, we've been doing this for eight years now. Do you really think that we don't know that Serena Williams is the greatest female athlete in the modern era? 
Um, and that now, was the other thing. They were paying attention to the graphic that we put out there at the beginning of the week. Serena Williams was deadlocked Front in the center. Middle. Yes, she yes. was. Yes. So, yeah, we're not ones to, you know, oppose ourselves or contradict ourselves either. Right. So I guess to all you haters, the joke's on you. Um, but it's Twitter, but it Rob, fun. so we have to expect some sort of trolling absolutely. or some kind of feedback. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and it's it was good fun. engagement, as Rob was saying. It's engagement and rigging. So that's what we were trying to do. And it worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> who would answer this question? <laughs> I want to know who answered Maria Sharapova that doesn't want to effer. That was another one that just got me. <laughs> I'm like. Did we go there? <laughs> yeah. Somebody went there. Uh, and is this family feud? It reminds me of family feud with Steve Harvey right now. <laughs> and then um, I had to point out to someone else uh, who obviously quit reading after greatest female athlete. Uh, modern era was a qualifier. So I wasn't sure. counting yeah. um, our Martina Navratilova, Billie Jean King, Babe Didrikson. You could right. argue that she is probably the greatest athlete. You could even say, well, you mentioned a woman right there, Billie Jean King. You could obviously yeah. say that she is. But. So, yeah, there was definitely, it, <laughs> it, it was fun. And and honestly, if if I called, if you replied to one of the things that I called out, obviously, it's all just in good fun because sure. – uh, um, <laughs> But it was it, it was really good stuff. But you know what? There were some other answers that I did want to highlight, mm -hmm. um, including uh, <laughs> James Gale uh, voted Maya Moore. Maya oh, yeah, Moore, sure, yeah, Maya great, Moore, great player, okay. Minnesota Lynx, four-time yeah. WNBA champion, six-time WNBA All-Star, two-time yeah, NCAA champion. Uh, there, I mean. It's Sports I mean, Illustrated. That and I've got her Wikipedia up right now. Sports <laughs> yeah, Illustrated. In 2017, Sports Illustrated called Moore the greatest winner in the history of women's basketball. Sure. There you Absolutely. Go. I mean, so, there's so many women out there that could be recognized. Yep. yep. The um, great replies. The people who you were smart yes. enough to call it out, James. I mean, that's someone in the know right there, you know? That's and, and there were some good other replies as well. Uh Mia Hamm. Yep. Another good one. Fantastic. Tremendous. Um, uh, Diana Tarazi is a great basketball player. Sue Burr is a fantastic basketball player. Yes, uh, uh, we had a few people. Uh, Katie Ledecky, uh, a couple people uh, uh, with Brandy Chastain. Mm -hmm. um, Jackie Joyner Kersey had mm -hmm. multiples. So, yeah, they're they're definitely uh, Simone Biles. Um, oh, fantastic! Michaela yep. Schriffen had a mm -hmm. few. And so, um, yeah, Chris put out a great graphic uh, for celebrating uh, women in sport for Women's History Month. And uh, Libby Koch is going to be doing uh, her take on the top 10 greatest female athletes of all time on GoGTS.net. So look for that blog post uh, sometime between now and probably early part of next week, I would imagine. So good Great. stuff. If you haven't weighed in, please do so. We'd obviously like to see a bigger sample size. 
I did want to uh, say that um, it was not a mistake to put Lisa Leslie on here. No. Massive pioneer. And it was not a mistake to put Ron, Ronda Rousey on here. No. Mm-mm. I mean, WWE and UFC champion. Correct. So, I mean, when you're talking combat sports, I mean, in two different circuits, I yeah. mean, good, good stuff. And um, so, yeah. They're, They'll call her the baddest woman on the planet for no reason. I exactly. mean, I don't think any man would want to step in any ring uh, or any no, alley with Ronda Rousey. No, 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 thank you. No. And, I want no um, part of that arm bar whatsoever. Ronda Rousey could kick anyone's butt. Yeah, and I saw, I think it was Sports Collectors Daily put something out about um, over the last couple of years, a 700% increase in the volume sold of uh women's trading cards on uh yeah eBay. i think it was like 700 percent uh over the past week wow yes it was a pretty much an astronomical number and what i'm thinking is why not be proactive during a year and just buy those cards prior to women's uh history history month, month? yeah you absolutely um, uh you gotta look ahead on the calendar that's right. It happens every year. So, yes, it does. Um, as someone who uh, really does appreciate uh, female athletes and who has a couple of teenagers in the house who um, were participants in various sports and athletic competitions, um, it was something that uh, I gravitated towards and sure. hold dear to my heart. So, again, um, yes, we all know Serena is the goat, but That's certainly, my pick, no question. Yeah. Certainly, I think uh, uh, we could have we could have a really great conversation with Chris, each of us, all three of us, putting together our top ten, and then seeing who's outside, you know, looking in that might be, you know, fifteenth through ten. Or I, I have rather. a feeling too. Um, with that being said, um, that everyone's top ten list may vary, just because it could be your favorite sport, and you may look at someone who's in a particular sport, and you may prefer them over another. But that's what makes sports and rankings even cool, yep. because everyone has their favorites. And then, I mean, it was also why you know, because it's not modern era, but you could put of all time, uh, you know, Nancy Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, in the modern era, you could put Annika Sorenstam. I mean, yeah. there are so many just good female athletes and it, it's great and it's good for the hobby too. And it's it's great to see uh, the increased popularity of that sure. aspect. And um, when you go to the national or you go to a mint collective or you go to a card show, you know, just even, six, seven, eight years ago, small percentage of women. And that has grown astronomically, and which is absolutely wonderful to see. And speaking of Serena Williams, though, if you remember, even before Serena was on the scene, Venus Williams was the best yeah. player in the world. And then all of a sudden, Serena surpassed her sister, which is even more credit to her, the sibling rivalry right yes. there between those two. 
and for her to knock her sister basically out of existence or even the conversation is a lot to say about Serena and how great she is as well. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, good stuff, good stuff. Again, if you haven't done so already, please weigh in. I don't imagine we're gonna change the odds much, but uh, we will update the poll question later in the program after our first Signatures for Soldiers interview clip. Uh, but turning now to news notes and nuggets in our weekly hobby habit, hobby happenings segment, <laughs> let's take a look at this week's hobby happenings. And can we please, 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 please just go one week without hobby-related crime stories. I want to be fun then. No. Apparently not. No. Uh, because this week, Sports Collectors Daily reports that Bullpen, Bullpen Burbank, uh. which opened in the fall of 2021 by the owner of popular Southern California hobby shop Bullpen LA, was burglarized last week after... I think it was a year ago that their LA store was burglarized. According to the shop, a white van uh, broke through a security door and iron gate in the back of the facility to gain entrance. Four suspects were seen on security camera, obviously all with their faces covered. And an alarm sounded, but the four managed to grab dozens of boxes and singles cards before escaping a few minutes later, just ahead of the arrival of the Burbank Police Department. Hmm. Several cases, cases of high-end products were stolen. A list of stolen merchandise can be seen on the screen. And as you can see, it really does include numerous high-end cases, boxes, and singles. Such a shame. Oh, it's always a shame to hear that stuff. SC Daily also reports that two people have been arrested in connection with a series of burglaries at collectible stores in Canada. The Halton Regional Police Service says the crimes resulted in the theft of approximately $400,000 worth of high-value sports and non-sports trading cards from the shops in Oakville, Burlington, London, York, Brantford, and uh, Niagara, Ontario. Police arrested 32-year-old Jared Grant of Stony Creek, Ontario, who is now facing numerous charges of breaking and entering. 32-year-old Sarah Skirtich of Hamilton is charged with possession of property obtained by crime over $5,000. Investigators seized a large quantity of collectible items stolen during the burglaries. They are still working to identify the rightful owners of the stolen items. Investigators executed criminal code search warrants at Grant's home and a storage facility in Hamilton last month. A search warrant also executed on a vehicle belonging to Skirtage. Always, always not good news, Rob. Not good. Not good. Last week, we told you about Fanatics Collectibles hiring the company's first chief marketing officer, Ken Turner. In a recent interview with Forbes, Turner commented on the company's plans to expand its reach into a younger and more diverse market, saying, quote, we have an enormous opportunity to bring more people into the hobby and find interesting ways to highlight meaningful stories that connect fandom and collecting into the most relevant moments across culture. 
with regards to expanding the Hoppity's traditional demographics. Turner went on to say, we have we have to reach new fans across all demos, including uh, black and Hispanic communities. While we leverage the universal truce that fandom is global and that sports are a cornerstone of culture for so many of us, we will continue to work closely with our athletes and partners with communities in order to increase accessibility and drive cultural relevance. Calling all fans and collectors of the DC Universe shows on the CW. Cryptozoic is getting ready to drop oversized autograph memorabilia cards on its eBay store next week. Look for cards from Stephen Amell as Oliver Quinn, a.k.a. Green Arrow, Melissa Boniste as Kara Danvers, a.k.a. Supergirl, and from Grant Gustin as Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash. All of the cards measure 4 by 6 The most compelling is obviously the triple autographed wardrobe card, featuring all three cast members. The cost for this particular card is not cheap at $1,999. It is numbered to 25, but only five are being made available for this particular drop, which takes place next Tuesday, March 14th. Oh, would love to have that one as someone who's seen every episode of The Flash and uh, Green Arrow and started Supergirl, but yeah. Stephen Amell is a very good actor. He's in a show. I'm not sure if you saw it. It's a wrestling show called yes. Heels. Yes. Pretty good show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in this week's Alton Insights Failed Flip of the Week, we bring you this 1986 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie card graded in a PSA 10. Last thir- Thursday, it sold on eBay for a little over $130,000. The exact card that sold on eBay last week previously had sold at PWCC in March of 2021 at essentially the height of the boom for $456,000 plus. In two years, that's a loss of 72%. The last time there was a sale below that level of was way back in November of 2020. The recent selling price is actually then 85% lower than the peak price achieved for a PSA 10 Fleur Jordan rookie, which was $840,000 back in July 2021. That card is the ultimate hold for me. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, This next story shows that you are never too old to be a hobby scumbag. Sports Collectors Daily report that a 82-year-old Colorado man is facing federal charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in a case involving counterfeit graded sports cards. A complaint unsealed Wednesday morning charges Mayo Gilbert McNeil with knowingly selling fake high-grade cards in a scheme that netted him $800,000 in cash and other cards in a con that went for over four years. McNeil was arrested Wednesday morning in Denver and made his initial appearance in the U.S. District Court there. He was released on $50,000 bond and will be arraigned in the Eastern District of New York in Brooklyn on March 16th. He was assigned a public defender in the case. According to court documents obtained by SC Daily, the case involves not only counterfeit cards, but fake holders as well. 
the FBI says between April 2015 and July of 2019, McNeil conspired with others to sell and trade cards, including 1986 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie cards, which we just talked about, with victims he found via the internet and through online selling platforms. There is a lot more to this story, so be sure to read the full article on sportscollectorsdaily.com. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Crazy. Nah, it's always interesting to hear these hobby stories, but it brings you back home and thinking about as great as this hobby is, you said it in the hobby happenings, Rob, there's also a lot of scumbags. Yes. Yes, there are. It, it does bring it down a little bit. It just brings it down a little bit. That's absolutely. All right, that's going to do it for our first box break segment of the evening. Part one of an interview with Tim Virgilio of CEO and founder of Signatures for Soldiers. Um, he kind of gives a recap of what Signatures for Soldiers is all about, if you're not familiar with this organization. And part two will be given an update on what some of the things the money uh, that they've raised through sales of autographed memorabilia has gone to this year. But after this first part, uh, we'll come back, update the poll question, and take a look at our second box break segment where we will feature uh, Revolution, EPL Soccer, and Rookie and Stars NFL Football. Ooh, nice. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Hobby Musings. I'm Kelsey Schroyer. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Signature for Soldiers founder, Tim Virgilio. Tim, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on, Kelsey. Always great to see you and talk to you and, and uh, appreciate the opportunity to talk more about Signatures for Soldiers. So Tim, you're very active on your social media, whether it's with sales or updates. And one of the things you talk about is the money you raise to help out with veterans. As we sit today, how much has Signature for Soldiers raised? So we are now up over $218,000 raised since November of 2014 when I started this. So it's uh, been pretty amazing. It's, it's, been a, it's been an amazing ride. So for anyone who doesn't know, how did it get started? So um, my wife and I were involved with a charity in North Carolina <clears throat> that was helping homeless and disabled veterans. Um, and then my job took me out of North Carolina and um, we were living in Savannah, Georgia at the time. And um, I was just kind of trying to think about how I could continue to support uh, the charity and, and, you know, what charity doesn't need money. So that's um, when I started to kind of think about how I could help raise money. And, um, you know, I've always collected autographs as a hobby. So I decided to kind of mesh the two and started reaching out to some athletes, asking them if they would sign a few cards, uh, knowing that I was going to sell them and that the money was going to go to charity and, and what the purpose was. And yeah. um, so that was that was literally a, a third, I sitting at home, it was a Thursday night NFL game that I was watching in November. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the idea just kind of came to me. And, it, you know, at that point, it it didn't have a name. I didn't have a business plan on how it would grow or anything like that. And, um, just kind of allowed it to be grassroots. And, um, that's kind of the, the impetus of how it all started. And, you know, the original goal was five was to raise $500. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's safe to say you've gone well, well beyond that. Slightly. (laughs) You talk about having to reach out to athletes and soliciting their help in this. How do a lot of them react when you ask them, you know, explain what it is, but then you're asking them to sign their autograph for this? You know, it's the the response rate has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, you know, it there there are times that I get, you know, an athlete that'll say, no, not currently interested for whatever reason. Um, or, you know, some athletes have their own foundations that they're or or their own or a charity that they've been connected with yeah. for, you know, for several years and, and that's their focus. And you know, that's completely understandable. Um, but you know, overwhelmingly it's it's been extremely positive. Um, you know, especially once I have an opportunity to really explain to them you know, what I'm looking for from them, you know, because, you know, these athletes, they, I I can't even imagine how many requests they get in a day to do something, you know, invest in this or support this or, you know, those types of things. And um, so, you know, so when I have the opportunity, it's like, hey, not asking for you to do an appearance, not asking for you to write a check. Uh, you know, all I'm asking for is you, you, you know, your willingness to sign a couple cards for me. And, um, you know, it, and I tell them, I'm like, you know, you put the limit on it. If you want to sign two cards, you want to sign 200. I'm like, <laughs> you know, um, and, you know, and it, it, so it's been really positive and it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's amazing. And, and it really opens up a lot of, um, communication and and storytelling in terms of finding out how these athletes have a connection to the military um you know because it's it's just one of those avenues that just freely opens up that discussion of hey my my so-and-so you know my my brother my sister my dad my my aunt my uncle you know my my someone served in the military and you know this is you know that this is an honor for me to support what you're doing so it's really neat it's really really neat to kind of hear those stories and kind of just share in those um you know kind of personal moments with the with the athletes all right very cool um good stuff and uh, very happy to uh, have been asked to sit on the board of directors of that organization. Yeah, congratulations on that, Rob. Thank you very much. We've been doing much. that for a little while now, right? Or yeah, um, I think officially they got their five hundred one three C coming up in about another five months. So. We had to have a board, the first board meeting before then, but. Uh, it's a great organization, very noble cause that they're doing. Um, all the success in the world, I hope that they uh, continue to do what they're doing over there. All right, updating the poll question. Interesting, other has dropped below 50%. Huh. And we've increased the vote total to 193. Still suffice it to say, Serena Williams ran away with this poll. Lisa, uh, Maria Sharapova, 19.7. Lisa Leslie, 16.6. Ronda Rousey, 15.5. Again, thanks for everybody that weighed in. Still a little bit of time left if you haven't done so and wanted to. Um, All right. So, oh, more box breaks. Okay. Nice. can do that ready to go let me straighten up here just real quick guys sure 
because we have a besides the three upper deck releases there are a good chunk of additional new releases yeah, this week it was a busy, busy week. hot busy shop. week yeah busy busy week. shop was torched yep all right let's uh dive into new releases and hot in the shop we'll kick it off with panini immaculate nfl football cards immaculate getting towards the high end part of the season. So we're looking for five autograph or memorabilia cards plus one base or parallel in every box on card autographs of top rookies, legends and stars across the NHL NFL. Find some of the first on-card patch autographs of players like Aiden Hutchinson, Sauce Gardner, Kenny Pickett, and many more. Six boxes in a case, one pack, six cards. Look for oversized memorabilia cards, which include team logos, brand logos, laundry tags, NFL shields, cleats, helmets, hats, and more. Also some memorabilia Bilia cards with signatures like nameplate nobility. Find on-card autographs from current stars and retired legends and signature moves, immaculate moments, Hall of Fame signatures, comeback signatures, and more. Seeing if there's anything new jumping out. No, but this is an uh, one that you know you love and delivers every year. Those Immaculate Hall of Fame signatures are max numbered, by the way, to number uh, to only 99. One new insert, Immaculate Milestones, on-card autographs of top veterans and legendary players highlighting career milestones. So that's a cool new uh, inclusion. The checklist is up on gogts.net and it's in stores, online breakers, and uh, online retailers this week. 2022-23 Dunruss NBA basketball cards delivers one autograph card and 60 inserts parallels in every box. 60 inserts and parallels in every box. The iconic Dunruss brand returns to the basketball calendar, offering familiar base and insert sets, featuring players both past and present. Configuration is 10 boxes, 10 packs, and 30 cards. Find autographs from the top rookies in the 2022 NBA draft in rate of rookie signatures and popular on-card signatures in next-day autographs. Search for hobby-exclusive inserts, including the highly sought-after Net Marvel's Craftsman Unleashed Production Line Retro Series and Crunch Time. New to Dunruss this season is and find hobby-exclusive SSPs, inserts, night moves, and animation. Find hobby-exclusive parallels, including basketball, number to 75, hollow blue laser, number to 49, hollow gold laser, number to 10, and hollow black laser, one of one. The checklist is on the website, gogts.net. Check it out this week. Always a popular addition to your collection, Dunruss NBA Basketball. Next two products are what they call hobby hybrid or H2 configurations, a little bit of a quicker rip and a little bit of this, a little bit of that. First up, Prism H2 Draft Picks Collegiate Basketball. You're going to get one autograph, base, silver, or insert. 
one base parallel and three base cards in every box. So not necessarily guaranteed an autograph. Loaded rookie class, as we know, including Vanchero, Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, and more. Look for the always popular H2 exclusive circle parallels in green, pink, purple, and nebula. It's a 20 box case, five packs, five cards. And look for the super rare, uber popular color blast. A loaded 100-card base set with stunning parallels and unique patterns that you've come to know and love. Great inserts like fireworks and flashback prism and many, many more. Uh, There's also base variations to look for in this product of the top rookies from the 22 NBA draft. And yeah, loaded base set. The checklist for this is up on GoGTS.net as well. Another H2 configuration, another hybrid 2022 Panini Phoenix H2 delivers uh, football cards, delivers H2 silver, I should say delivers three H2 silver laser parallels, seven H2 laser parallels, seven inserts plus one laser insert and 18 rookie cards in every box. Did you follow all that? <laughs> Print it using collector favorite OptiChrome technology. Phoenix NFL football cards is one of the most colorful and sought after brands of the year. Chase all the top rookies, including Kenny Pickett, Garrett Wilson, Malik Willis, Tra- uh, Travon Walker, and many more. Exclusive to H2, look for laser parallels of the base rookies and RPS rookie auto jersey. Um, two autographs in every case, so you don't get one in every box, but two in every case. So there are 20 boxes in the case, 10 packs and nine cards in the box. Uh, look for rookie patch autographs of the top rookies. Collect the 42 RPS rookie autograph jersey set. Collect the 100 card base set. Um, look for all the best stars of tomorrow in our 100 card rookie checklist. Hunt for the rare autograph parallels as well. New this year's Contours utilizes a unique design to make an iconic card of some of the gridiron's biggest stars. A fan favorite returns, Hot Routes features the top wide receivers burning up the gridiron. And back in 2022, Rookie Rising uh, features the top rookies of the 2022 NFL Draft. Uh, The checklist is on the GoGTS.net website. Hybrid H2. Check it out of Panini Phoenix NFL football cards. Next up, stick into the gridiron with 2022 Leaf Valiant football, new and improved version of a collector favorite from Leaf. You're going to find nine autograph cards and one slabbed proof autograph card. That card is numbered one of one. Wow. Mm. Eight boxes, 10 Eight box case, 10 cards in a box. Look for new crystal parallels. Look for top NFL rookies, including Brian Robinson Jr., Kenny Pickett, Aiden Hutchinson, Desmond Ritter, and many more. Also find top college football players like C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Quinn Ewers, and the newest Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams, Mm -hmm. and many more. Don't have a checklist out for this just yet. That could change by tomorrow, though. It could. 
So uh, heading into your breaking weekend, might want to hit up GoGTS.net to see if uh, uh, Leaf has put that out. If so, Chris will get that up for you as always. In stores tomorrow. 2023 Super Glow, one of one edition sports cards, delivers one autograph card and one one of one card in every box. The first 2023 edition of Super Glow features a star studded checklist. The configuration is six boxes, eight packs, and four cards. Some of the best superstars, draft picks, and Hall of Famers are in this product Brock Purdy, Stefan uh, Curry, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Stetson Bennett. Brock Bowers, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Ronald Acuna Jr., Chuck Norris, Jalen Hurts, Victor Hovland, C.J. Stroud, Julio, uh, Julio Rodriguez, George Pickens, Trevor Lawrence, Jason Dominguez, Jordan Davis, and many more. Uh, check this product out. Always a really sweet product here from Super Glow. They always do a great job. So check it out this week. Check out the product uh, details on GoGTS.net. Chuck Norris is in that product. Chuck Norris. It seems like Chuck Norris is in a lot of Super Break, Super Glow products. That's so, awesome. Yeah. You know what, when Chuck Norris steps in a puddle, mm-hmm. he doesn't get wet. Yep. The puddle gets Chuck Norris. <laughs> All I right. remember his cameo in uh, Dodgeball. Fantastic. <laughs> little thumbs 22. up, actually. Last but certainly not least, 2023 TriStar Hidden Treasures Autograph Football Mini Helmets. Uh, you're going to get in a, the case guarantees of, of which there are 10 boxes in a case. Six Hall of Fame players, three football favorites, and one current NFL star. So look for Hall of Famers, collegiate stars, NFL stars, fan favorites, and more. Everyone from Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Herbert, and then on the Hall of Famer and fan favorite side, Peyton Manning, Emmett Smith, Steve Young, Brett Favre, Gail Sayers, Barry Sanders, Tony Gonzalez, Julius Peppers, and many more. Also look for collegiate stars like Bryce Young. Also, look for the the brand new extra point tickets for extra point ticket and receive an additional extra mini helmet via redemption. That's cool. Yeah. And the always possible, uh, popular, I should say, touchdown treasure tickets redeemable for full-size autograph memorabilia from players like Tom Brady, DK Metcalf, Bryce Young, J.J. Watt, and more. TriStar autographed. Football mini helmets, sports memorabilia release. And that's a look at what's hot in the shop. Nice. All right. It's that time of the program where while Chris is pulling winners for this evening, you guys get to watch part two of Signatures for Soldiers interview and hear about some of the great stuff that um, causes that we've been helping um, instead of us just partnering um, with one organization, which was the relationship in the past with Signatures for Soldiers, partnering with Military Missions in Action, we now accept uh, grants or we provide grants uh, for people that submit proposals or reach out to us. And if they are a 
themselves a licensed 501c3 and meet the goals and vision of Signatures for Soldiers as founder Tim Virgilio envisioned it, we help those. So what we're able to do now is help even like more organizations. We're, now we're kind of like, you know, like a like a shotgun shooting birdshot. <laughs> you know, we can get a lot more help out there. So check this out and we'll be back to announce tonight's winners. So we're in 2023 now. What is kind of the next goal you want to reach with Signatures for Soldiers? So uh, 2022 was, well, uh, end of 21 and then into 22 was really kind of a pivotal turning point for Signatures for Soldiers because the charity that we were supporting, um, the the founder died unexpectedly um, end of December of, of 21. And that, you know, that got my wife and I talking about Okay, what are we going to do with signatures for soldiers? Um, yeah. Because because at that point we had been kind of operating under their five hundred one c three umbrella, <clears throat> and um, so in twenty two uh, we we took a big step and um, we became fully recognized as an independent uh, registered five hundred one c three nonprofit through the IRS um, as of May fourth. So. Um, so now we we are a freestanding um, nonprofit. We have a board of directors. Um, we'll be filing our 990, um, which is through, through the IRS, which every nonprofit needs to do. Um, and you know that just keeps the the financial transparency um, public. So um, so now yeah, it, it's you know now that we have that under our belt, um, really you know continue to operate this out of out of our home. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that the next goal for us right now is to really continue, is, is really to establish those relationships with other nonprofits that are helping homeless yeah. and disabled veterans, because really, you know, at the core, what we're doing is, is we're raising the money and then writing um, grants out to these nonprofits so that they can continue to do what, what they do really well. Um, and, and really, we want to be kind of that stopgap for for a system that, you know, to kind of fill the gaps where there's a disconnect between the veteran getting the resources that they need and, and the, the agency that can get them the, that resource. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have heard of a lot of the very large um, nonprofits that help homeless and disabled veterans. And, and those are not the nonprofits that we're targeting um, because, you know, when they're bringing in several hundred million dollars a year, um, you know, I, I want the money that we raise to have a real genuine impact. So, you know, we're always looking for those smaller nonprofits to partner with. Well, Tim, um, you talk about having an impact. So for anyone who asks like, hey, I, I donated $10 to buy these cards off you, where does that money go? What's a very kind of tangible direct outcome of what that money does? If someone wanted to know where their money goes, what is some where, where would that money go? What does that money go to buy or help provide support for? Great question. So just since we've been um, st stood up as our own nonprofit, <clears throat> we have um, here locally where my wife and I live in Florida, we have um, the Signatures for Soldiers has purchased 25 queen-size mattresses, box mm -hmm. springs, um, uh, 
bed frames, sheets, pillows, comforter, all brand new, and have gotten those to formerly homeless veterans um, who through a program through the VA were able to get affordable housing, but might not have had a bed to sleep in. So we were able to do that in September. Then in November, um, we worked with a local restaurant that um, we we helped provide 100 meals to formerly homeless veterans and their families for Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas time, we purchased um, $2,500 worth of gift cards to give out to formerly homeless veterans so they could have um, a, a good holiday meal. Um, <clears throat> we've we've written out several um, grants already for nonprofits um, throughout the country that help homeless veterans. One out of Minneapolis, they help train service dogs for veterans with PTSD. Um, um, we've uh, paid um, we've paid about thirty about thirty five hundred dollars in overdue um, electric bills for home, formerly homeless veterans to ensure that they can stay in affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought current um, mortgage and car note for a veteran um, who was just kind of going through a, a, a rough patch. Um, and then literally as recently as yesterday, we just wrote out a, a, a check to um, buy um about $7,400 worth of needed medical equipment for a triple amputee um, combat special forces veteran. So, um, so it, it, it's pretty tangible stuff. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's been really, it's been really satisfying to be able to, you know, take a hobby that I enjoy and, and, and then turned it into something really tangible like that, where I know that this veteran is going, the, the quality of life for this veteran is going to improve greatly. Now, that's really incredible. And for everyone watching this, in case you were wondering or kind of on the fence about supporting, that's where your donations go. Yeah. All right, so Tim, I'll get you out of here on this. You talk about trying to get more support for the program. How can people get in touch with you or how can they see what you have for sale? Like, how do they, how can they support? Yeah. So um, one thing that we stood up this year was our, our um, website. So it's signatures, the number four soldiers.com. So on there has a lot of information about us, what we're doing. There's also a tab under there. There's also, you'll also see an inventory tab. So if you click on that tab, it has links to um, Google Docs, um, Excel spreadsheets that where I have kind of all the car sign cards and photos available um, for sale. Um, you know, best way to reach me would be signatures for soldiers, all spelled out uh, at yahoo.com is email. Um, and then just kind of following on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, you know, so it's, uh, you know, signatures for soldiers. If you just search it, it'll, <laughs> it'll come up. So, um, and like you said, try to stay pretty active on that kind of keeping people updated on what's going on, what's happening, you know, any new developments, any new items that come in, those types of things. Very awesome. Tim, thank you so much for doing what you do. And thank us for, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Kelsey. I appreciate it. Always great to see you. All right. Good stuff.
And then you have to provide your full name, your Twitter handle, your mailing address, and of course, what you won this evening. Congratulations to all the winners. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Sure. Thanks to James Gale behind the scenes, keeping everything running smoothly. Uh, thanks to Panini America and Upper Deck for fabulous product to look at this evening and share with all you guys. And most importantly, thank all of you for tuning in and watching. We'll be back next week to do it all over again. Same bat time, same bat channel. But in the meantime, you know what to be doing. Always be collecting. Have a great weekend, everyone.